Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Two Cups of Tea. I'm Chris Heath, and today I've travelled to Abergelly in North Wales. And with the memory-boosting help of tea and biscuits... I'm going to hear the life story of another old legend in his golden years. Here's a few choice selections to reel you in like mackerel. And there's Mum on her hands and knees, and she looks up and she says, Caught your costume. <laughs> Excuse me, but have you got any ladies' shoes size 7, please? <laughs> the curtain's opened. Yeah. And all these children on them, there's little Donald. <laughs> Dressed as an Indian with a turban. <laughs> Keep your hand on your right knee. So let's go in and meet Joe Alberston. He's 89 years old, a born performer and a lovely old guy. Let's hear the cheesy theme tune, please. So we're at we're in Abergelly, but you started out in Manchester, is in that right? Manchester, yeah. I was born in Manchester. Yeah. In St Mary's Hospital, which is the was the maternity hospital. Yeah. And uh, that was in nineteen twenty-eight. The seventeenth of August, nineteen twenty-eight. Seventeenth. So you're a Leo. I'm a Leo. So you're definitely. a born performer. Oh yes, yes. So, and, and Leo's also like the sound of their own voice. Did you know yes, that? Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm 19th of August. Really? Yeah. How oh, brilliant. <laughs> so that's the one. It takes one to know one. 19th of August. Oh, great. <laughs> that's great. Oh, I like that. <laughs> um, so whereabouts in Manchester were you when you were born? Where's, where were your family well, living? Well, I, I went to live... I lived in uh, Middleton. All right. Which is... Uh, is it North Manchester? Yeah. North Manchester. So I lived in a little village which was between Manchester and Middleton yeah. called Rhodes. You know the island of Rhodes? Well, it's spelt the same. Just past Eaton Park and you come to this little village called Rhodes and then if you go through the village, you come to Middleton. So what was the setup at home? Was it you and your mum and your dad? Yeah, my mum and dad and I had a sister and... Uh, then we had a brother, he's ten years younger than me. Yeah. And they sort of it was an afterthought, like <laughs> she was. So so he was an afterthought. It was an afterthought. Do, do you, and does he love hearing that when you tell him? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, he doesn't really. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't. Me up. So are you still in contact with him? Oh yes, yes. I, I every Sunday morning I ring him at half past ten. Yeah. Do you call out the afterthought for the day? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he uh, he's great. He's Donald. He uh, he was uh, trained as an electrician. Yes, he used to work for um, a firm that uh, did televisions and things, and yeah. uh, he and he. He did uh, rewiring houses and all this sort of thing, you know. He's retired now, of course. But he's a bit of a bit of a lad, you know. Oh, is know. he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, he's very funny. Um, so let's go back to 1928 and Rhodes oh, and your yeah. family. So you were the were you the eldest of your brothers and I sisters? I was the eldest in the family. Yeah. So you ruled the roost. Well, I don't know what I did. I think my sister. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what sisters are like. Than I was. Yeah, she. Uh, she was about two years younger than me, and then of course, they went all those years, and then had, had my brother, which was uh, nineteen thirty-eight. So, what were your mum and dad like? Oh, they were fine. They were all right. They were lovely. My mum, my mum uh, was a bit like Hilda Baker. Was she? Remember Hilda Baker? Yes, I do. She, she used to come out with these, what do they call, malapropisms. 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 <laughs> you used to say the wrong things. I remember when my wife and I went down, when we were first married, Yeah. we used to go down and visit them, and uh, my father had varnished the sideboard, and uh, we went down, and, of course, she, she was, why would you like the sideboard? I said, well, what sort of varnish was it? She said, it was Durex varnish. <laughs> I mean, I was quite embarrassed, really, because, I mean, I'd only just got married to, to Norma. Yeah. And uh, I was a little bit, oh, God, what's she going to think? <laughs> bless her heart. No, bless her. <laughs> oh, she was lovely. She was great. Father... Was uh, he was okay? He um, he had a pretty heavy job. He, he used to stoke the boilers. Wow, you know, with, that is a heavy job. With the coal, yeah, yeah, that's what he did. What, what the boilers in where? In, in the in the factory in the. Um, oh, to keep the factory the fires burning. Works, the print works, yeah. It, it was called Schwab's. And I, I did an apprenticeship there. Yeah. When I left school at 14, I, I, I did an apprenticeship for, uh, in the engraving department where they engraved the copper rollers to print on the fabric, you know, print. Oh, fabric. wow. Yeah. And I had to do seven years apprenticeship. This was during the war. Yeah. I, I was deferred... I didn't have to go into the into the forces, right? Because I was deferred because of my apprenticeship, and I thought that after I'd finished my apprenticeship, I'd probably have to go. But I didn't go. They didn't send for me. Were you relieved? Well, I, well, I was a little bit, but yeah. I, I remember going for the medical for that in Manchester. Yeah, where you walk you walk naked, which was quite. <laughs> God. And I hope not. And um, I passed A1 and I was going to join the Navy because my family are, my 
my, some of my ancestors have always worked on the on the water, on the sea, and so was that your choice then? Was would would it have been my the choice? It would have been my choice. Yeah. To, to be a sailor. Hello, sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard, sailor. Um, yeah. <laughs> did you um, did you enjoy the apprenticeship? I certainly did. I, I learned quite a lot. So explain explain a little bit more. So it was the brass, or it was the it was copper it was rollers. The, the copper rollers that that there were, that, there were so, solid copper yeah. rollers, and they used to engrave onto the design onto the the rollers. Uh, like a design, if there were so many colours in a design, say five, six, ten colours, yeah, you had as many rollers. Each roller was one colour. And one layer of colour, and, and it built up the colour. image. Is that and right? They used to go into the printing machine like that. Yeah. Were you good at it? Yeah, it was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, so I passed pretty well with my apprenticeship. Did you have any bosses who stand out in your memory? Any of your supervisors? Yeah, my first boss was a bit of a swine. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. He was a bully. The the men used to be afraid of him. And it used to, when I was, I mean, I was quite young, and it used to puzzle me why. He used to shout and rave at them mm. if they did anything wrong. And I remember uh, I worked with uh, about, about four or five of us were sketch makers. Yeah. We did the artwork, you know, the artwork. Yeah. And uh, this man had done something wrong. Mm. And the boss came and stepped right into him and and the man was shaking. And I was really, really upset about it. You know, I thought, my God. I mean, it wouldn't have been allowed today. <clears throat> did you have any of your mates with you from school who went to the same place? Not from school, no. No, they were different ones. But did you make good new friends when oh, you yes, were there? Oh, yes, I did lots of new friends. We had, uh, I had two friends, Ernie and Albert. Yeah, good <laughs> names. And we used to go to Old Empire every Friday night yeah. to the show in, in Old Empire Theatre. Mm. We used to get the bus from Middleton to Oldham. And then we used to go to the second house of the of the in the theatre. Yeah. They had two houses. And that started at twenty to nine till twenty to eleven. And what was the shows that were on? Well there, there were all kinds of shows. There was variety shows. Yeah. And um then some and then it sort of went down a little bit and they started putting these uh, nude shows. Oh, like the Windmill Theatre New Jersey, yeah. that kind of thing. That, where the, the ladies were at the back of the thing posing. They, yeah. they weren't allowed to move in those days. Yes, that's true. They that was the laws. You were allowed to be new, but you weren't allowed to move. That's right. Because then it was technically it, 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 art. It was like a statue. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, I always remember Ernie and I, uh, uh, Ernie had a girlfriend and I had my girlfriend, yeah. Norma. And uh, we we went to this show, and we didn't tell them what it was. I bet you didn't. <laughs> and as soon as the curtain went up, there's this man singing a song or something. Yeah. And at the back of the stage were these nude ladies all stood there posing. Mm. And 
I remember the picture of my wife's face. Oh, you went. Oh, you took Norma I with t- you. I took her with us, and and he took Irene, his girlfriend. And so you knew what was coming up. We knew what was coming up. <laughs> we did, but fancy bringing us here. That I look at them. They haven't got any clothes on. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you just see some, some very good shows there at one time. What What were the kind of acts that you liked best? I like um, the acrobats and the people like, you know, and the trapeze artists and things. I love things like that. It was like an old musical bill, presumably, Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah so was... you had comics and... That's right. And what other, So what other kind of acts would, would appear? This was the Oldham Empire. Oldham Empire. And this it? would have been when? So this would have been... The 1940s. And uh, there were all kinds of acts, jugglers... Singers, dancers, magicians, you know. And if you went there every week, then there must have been something about that that appealed to you. Did that awake the performer? Yeah, yeah I think it did. Well, I don't know, because before that, we started. I started doing an act in the clubs. You did? All around Manchester with another couple. Yeah. And we did a mime act. Why is this on the club circuit? The club circuit in yeah. all Manchester area. Great oh, wow. Manchester. So there was you and who else in the Me and Bill and May. Yeah. May was a lady. Yeah. And Bill and I. And uh, we mined to... Uh, there were lots of records in those days. Right. And there's a, a few tapes and things of uh, people, famous people... You know, yeah, and we impersonated them, and but we did we were miming it. So you had to learn. You had to learn to that. learn the whole speech yeah, of the, the different the people. Thing. Yeah, learn the song, mime it. We used to we used to practice in front of a huge mirror. Oh, like the ones you get in dance studios. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and we practice and practice till you absolutely perfect. So we used to do uh, female impersonations. Oh, you did? Or yeah, just, or, I did, yes. Well. I can show you a photograph. Is that illegal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. And uh, we used to do all the clubs and things. And uh, the act, we used to do a lot of quick changes. Yeah. You know, you, you, you'd go on as two men and a woman. Yeah. And the next time you came on, there were three women. And the next time you came on, there were three men. So did the audience think that they had 15, 20 people backstage? Yes, they did, because I remember in one club where uh, the dressing room was upstairs, up some stairs. Yeah. And when we'd finished, you know, that everybody had gone home. Yeah. As we thought. And we were coming out to the dressing room, coming down the stairs with the cases, you know, in costumes. Yeah. There's this crowd of people. And they said, where are all the others? Where are they? There was three of us. <laughs> they thought there was loads of people How brilliant. in the show. You know. Now, next question is, you've got a very uh, elegant bone structure. Did you make a pretty lady? Oh, yes. Were you? I could show you a photograph. That's <laughs> proof. I no. want to prove. Did you ever? Was there ever, ever any mix-ups when anyone thought, oh, oh, oh. when everyone thought, you know, that you were available <laughs> and I'll also a woman? You, I'll tell you a wonderful story. Of, we were in this club doing our act, and we used to do the Beverly Sisters. Oh, yes. And I was the one in the middle, Joy Beverly. Makes blonde, sense. You know, 
And this particular night, my mother and father came to see us. We were doing this uh, Beverly Sisters thing, mm. and uh, father went up to the bar, and there was a bloke there, and he was talking to him, and he said, I'll tell you what, he said, I wouldn't mind taking her home, the one in the middle. He said that you'd have a bloody fit, mate. That's my eldest son. <laughs> and the bloke walked out of the club. He went. <laughs> There's no coming back from that, though, is no. there? There's nothing you could... He did the only thing you could do, and that's just leave. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah. most dignified thing you could do at that I point. I know, but... Um... <laughs> I know. What kind of people did you did you? Well, we used to do. Uh, Bill and I used to do Bing Crosby and Judy Garland. Who was Bill? Who was Judy? Who's I Bing? Was Judy. Who... So you were Judy <laughs> with, a, with the hat on. And, yeah. You know the wig and everything. May used to do uh, Winifred Atwell on the piano. That was brilliant. Brilliant. They used to set the piano on the stage. Yeah. So that the audience couldn't see her hands. Oh, got it. So you and just be playing, you know, the, yeah. the, what she used to play, and everybody thought she was playing. Yeah, she was. <laughs> and she used to do a good Gracie Fields. She was great as Gracie Fields. Yeah. And uh, one one particular night, her husband David used to work the the machine with you know the uh, the records and things. Yeah. And he'd, he'd had quite a few during the night. <laughs> so many good and stories start that way. She goes on, and it was George Formby singing Leaning on a Lamp. <laughs> Did <laughs> she carry on? Oh, just really not wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> that <course>. was marvellous. <laughs> Yeah, it was really funny, that was. So did you and May ever argue about who was going to be which woman? No, no, no I never did. <laughs> um, she was a lot older than I was. In fact, her son was in my class at school. Wow. When I, when I, went, when I was at school. Yeah, she had two sons. Oh, and her other son came to work in the engraving when I... But I was still working in the engraving, you know. Oh, all the time you were... In the, what was the name of the act, by the way? The Gay Deceivers. The Gay Deceivers? The Gay Deceivers. I mean, we wouldn't get away with that, I don't think, nowadays. Well, I don't know, we might, but... The Gay Deceivers, yeah. That's um, what we were called. That sounds fantastic, though. What a it brilliant act. How did you all find each other? Well, you see, like I said, I used to be in uh, pantos. Oh, right. In pantomimes, and Bill... Uh, this was at the. I used to go to uh, a chapel, and we used to have a, a drama society, and we used to put on a Christmas panto, mm. and I used to play the dame in the panto. Ah, so see. that's where it started. That's where it started, you see. And Bill used to go to the uh, parish church, and they used to put a panto on. He used to produce it. And sometimes he played the dame in, in this panto. You know, that's how it was. <laughs> so did you all have day jobs? What was Bill's and May's? Bill worked for the... He, he, he'd been in the RAF and uh, he worked for the, uh, for the RAF. Yeah. He did some kind of office work or something like that. And May was just a housewife yeah. with three kids. You know, 
Um, and did did you ever get any any stick at work? You know about the fact you got dressed up as women no. and did the club no. stuff. No. No, I don't remember anyone, anybody saying that. I wonder if Bill got any at the RAF. Oh, I don't know. He probably did. Yeah. I remember it was a, we went to the RAF club where he was a member of. Yeah. And we did um, a, a charity show there. It was a variety show with different acts. Yeah. There was a juggler on and also a stripper. Oh, hello. And the stripper shared the dressing room with us, which, I mean... All I, girls together. All girls together. <laughs> and there was I. I, I. I didn't know about this, really, you know. Yeah. She just came in and said, oh, I have to share with you. And I thought, all right. And there's a mirror, and I'm doing the makeup. And yeah. I, can, I went through the mirror, and there she was. Took a bra off yeah. and stuck two tassels on the end of a coin. <laughs> <laughs> and how, and how and old were you? That'd be about 18 or 19. Blimey. Well, that's, I tell you what, it sounds like an education. <laughs> it was an education. Yeah. It was brilliant. <laughs> I know. Of course it was brilliant. She was the last act in the. In yeah, the show. well, you can't follow that. And I know, they were all RAF. Men, you know, in the in the show. Oh my God! Yeah, I said that would have been. Yeah, that would have been like a load of wolves looking at a chop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was brilliant. You can't follow Tasseltina. I love it. I used to love being in Ponto, and I remember the first Ponto we did was Humpty Dumpty. Oh, really? Umpty Dumpty. And uh, I played Umpty Dumpty's mother. Yeah. Henrietta. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they had this young boy as Umpty Dumpty as, as a little boy. Yeah. Uh, and what 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 we had to do was um, that there was the, the first scene was the wall. Yeah. With Umpty Dumpty, a model of Umpty Dumpty sat on the wall yeah. with his legs. There and what it was, it was a cutout thing, and my job was to when there was a blackout, yeah, to rush on, undo this screw, and this thing went behind the wall. Right. This so it right. looked like so it looked like he'd had a great fall. Yeah. Gotcha. But but it, but it was behind. It was behind the wall. Yeah. This little boy rushed on with a half one. Yeah. Put it down, and then he sat there behind it. The lights came up and there was Humpty Dumpty. Right. That was the thing. And this particular night, when I'm doing that, it's in a blackout. Yeah. I came on dressed in the, you know, in the dame thing. Yeah. And I'm doing this. <laughs> Somebody put the lights on. <laughs> so it looks like you're in the middle of murdering Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Standing over Humpty's corpse. Look around at the audience. Listen, I bet that was, was a wonderful. Hi- of course it was. I bet that was a highlight of their night. <laughs> it was brilliant. And then there was one where we uh that wasn't Umpty Dumpty, I think it was Sinbad the Sailor. My mum had to be at the side of the stage with my costume. Yeah. Right? But to get on there, she'd have to go on before the curtain came up. Yeah. And uh, 
this particular night, she'd been gossiping in the backstage somewhere, and uh, it, this scene was just after the interval, you see. Yeah. So the curtain came up, and was doing my bit on this thing, and I had to look over the, the side of the boat, and oh, how lovely the lights are on the coral reef. <laughs> and I looked down, and there's Mum on her hands and knees, and she looked up and said, Caught your costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, there's nothing worse than that. And uh, I had to, get, had to change into a Hawaiian costume with the chorus girls that were dancing with me and doing this Hawaiian thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny the way the pantos have changed? Because now it feels like it seems to be always... Cinderella, Cinderella or Babes in the Wood. Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah, there seems to be like... The, they Sleeping Beauty. But, but they, I've never heard of the, the panto version of Humpty Dumpty or Sinbad. It's, yeah, Sinbad the Sailor. Which other ones did you and do? That, and we did Hey Diddle Diddle as well. Oh, did you? Hey Diddle Diddle, The Cat what? and the Fiddle. Yeah. The lady used to write them and we used to get the scripts and, and, and do them. So is it like like cheeky jokes? As a dame, you must have had all the oh, cheeky oh, jokes. Yeah. Oh yeah, well they weren't too cheeky because we, you know, we were in the chapel. Yeah, well I suppose so. <laughs> so <we'd, laughs> they weren't very cheeky. But of everyone there, you must have been the one who was seen as the cheekiest one. Oh yeah, because that's when that's oh, yeah, why you that, got given that part. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was really funny. I used to, I used to love it though. It was really really, really good. Wait, did you have a cheeky sense of humour when, when you were a lad? Yes, I think I had. I yeah. think I had, really. I think yeah, you still have, Joe. A bit naughty. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I loved, I loved the panto. The last one I was in was Aladdin. Yeah. I was with a twanky and she was Aladdin. And that's your daughter, Wendy? That was my daughter, Wendy, yes. I don't know, it must have rubbed off on her onto her. I think. Yeah, the smell of the grease paint, the roar of the crowd. That's it's it. hard to resist. <laughs> well, it must hard. have been all those nights at the Oldham Empire, Joe. Oh, Because well, yeah, you're, you're taking it all in and then you get, you, you know, you get your yeah. chance yeah, and you're but, out there. Well, going back when I was about eight years old, yeah. I'd never been to a theatre or anything like that. And my grandmother took me to um, Queen's Park Hippodrome which was in Manchester. Yeah. It's not there now, it's been knocked down. Yeah. And uh, that was the first theatre I'd ever been to uh, to see a show. And I was eight. Yeah. I always remember it. And it was the Arcadians, which was a, a musical comedy. And it was a story of uh, a plane crashing down. Yeah. And the pilot landed in Fairyland. And they were all fairies and things and uh, elves and and it was it was musical, you know, a musical yeah. comedy. It was it was really good. And it must have had a big impact. Well, it must it must have been, I suppose, because after that, uh, I used to used to be, we used to do concerts at home with my sister. Oh, did you used to I, put on shows and things? Yeah, when we had. Uh, uh, People coming round, you know, friends and my parents and my sister and I used to put on a little show for them. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, we did, yeah. So what, like, because so your sister was only two years younger, wasn't she? Yeah. Not, not, was, not Donald the afterthought. No, no. He would have been too young. As <laughs> <laughs> a baby. Yeah. Do you remember what kind of things you used to do? You used to put on, like, do little acts just, or... just sing. We know we used to just sing. Yeah. And, and that, you know, yeah. I remember my, my godfather, one Christmas, we went up to his house and he lived with his sister... She wasn't married, he wasn't married, he mm. didn't marry. And he had another sister who was married with a husband. Yeah. It was uh, he was a bus driver, like my grandfather was a bus driver. All right. And uh, he used to play the accordion. And when my sister and I used to go to this, it was a huge house. It used to be a pub, I think. Right. And it had two staircases. I always remember it. Because we used to run up one staircase, along a corridor upstairs, and then run down the other side. But this Christmas, I remember it. As soon as you walked in, you could smell the cooking, the, the mince pies, they were making mince yeah. pies and things. We went in this other room, and he'd rigged up this microphone... And they had speakers in the kitchen where they were all in the kitchen. Yeah. And my sister and I sang at this microphone while he played the accordion and it came through into the kitchen and they could hear us. Oh, wow. Singing, yeah. That must have been quite some high-tech kit for the time. Well, it must have been. That must have felt like quite a, a privilege. It was great. That's amazing. Yeah. Going back to another panto I was in, Mm. this is my brother... He was about, he'd be about 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. And he came to see me in this pantomime and it was the Queen of Hearts. This will be just coming up for 1950, won't it? Um, it's something like that, yeah. yeah. It was a big hall, yeah. big stage, you know. And they, they say, where is the Queen? Where is she? Where is she? And I make the entrance at the back. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and as I came down the aisle, of course... Donald put his foot out, didn't he? On purpose. And I, yeah. Little sod. To trip me up. And and I went, <laughs> you know. And everybody thought he was part of the, <laughs> the audience. They were laughing, you know. Like, oh, I bet you got, did you, you, killed, you I bet you murdered him at the end. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I often tell him about it. Just, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know a story about him when he was about seven. Yeah. And we went, like I said, we, we, we used to go to the chapel. Yeah. And um, we had two chapels in Rose. One was the Primitive Methodists, which was the one we went to. Yeah. And then there was the Wesleyan Methodists. Right. And they were doing this um, thing. It was about missionary work. Yeah. And uh, we went to see this thing, and on the stage were all these children dressed in different national costumes of different countries. Yeah. And uh, Donald, of course, came with us, and he sat by us, and then at the interval, he said, uh, I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> That's how we used to talk. Yeah. So my mum said, well, you know where it is, go on. We went... And then uh, we were talking to somebody around and all that, you know, and then all at once it started again, the show. And uh, she said, where's Donald? 
I said, I think he's gone to the toilet. He said, well, just a hell of a while. No. So the curtains opened. Yeah. And all these children on and there's little Donald. <laughs> dressed as an Indian with a turban. Yeah. <laughs> we dragged him off. They so they thought he was they he'd escaped yeah. from the stage and put a costume on him. They put a costume on him and pushed him up. <laughs> That's brilliant. Said, he used to hate doing it being in anything. He used to be in a couple of the pantos, I would say, because yeah. he was quite young, you know. And I remember when he was a soldier in it, and they, they were, you know, like toy soldiers. Yes. These tall heart things. Oh, when the reds, yeah, like the, the red nutcracker thing. yeah, things, yeah. Yeah, and they're all marching on and that. Then at the end, in the finale, they came on to do their bow, mm. and he comes on and bows, <laughs> and his heart came off and fell into the orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going on there again anymore. Don't ask me. <laughs> Did the guy with the trombone give it back to him? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Oh, dear. I don't know. It was great. So you talked early on about taking your girlfriend at the time, Norma, to see a show and she didn't realise it oh, was... Oh, yeah, she didn't realise Was that who you ended up marrying? Yes, we got married in 1955. What and was he... your wedding day like? Oh, it was lovely. Oh, it had been snowing, actually. It was oh, in so... March. Oh, really? The 12th of March. Yeah. And uh, a couple of days before, it had been snowing. It yeah. Was bloody cold. <laughs> it was really cold. And... Um, in the church, it was cold in the church as well, you know, I was shivering. Yeah. It was really cold. And Norma had to wear this lovely, there's a photograph up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she looks beautiful. She was, yeah. She had to wear, um, uh, like, a knitted thing underneath to keep her warm. Yeah. Ooh, because it was really cold. And I remember when we're getting in the car, everybody's throwing confetti, and somebody threw the the box, and it hit me in the eye, and my eyes were started watering. And they said, "Oh, look at him! He's crying." <laughs> and I wasn't... We used to get followers when we used to do the, the acts. Did you? Well, the yeah, gay, the gay deceivers? The clubs, yeah. Did you? And did, did they used to wait out? Did you ever have to, Have you ever written an autograph for someone? Yeah, when I was in the big shows, in the uh, when I was a member of the Operatic Society, uh, the kids used to come, you know, they always give us a programme. Yeah. And they used to say, will, will you put your name on, on my programme? And I used to... That makes you feel quite important, doesn't it, when you have yeah. signed an autograph for someone? <laughs> yeah, that, that must be quite a nice feeling. Yeah, it's a lovely feeling. You know, you think, oh, well, I'm you know, the only kids, you know, that were in the show. Yeah. And so I was in quite a lot of uh, lot of uh, the musicals yeah. and uh, things. But my favourite show was Me and My Girl. Oh, yes. I loved it. I played the old... Uh, the old man in it with the ear trumpet. All right. The old man and uh, Sir Jasper. 
Yeah. <laughs> so Jasper Tring. <laughs> and I, I, all that, most of the lines that was, eh, what? Well, you know, <laughs> had this ear trumpet. So after you did your apprenticeship in engraving, is it was it, it textiles yeah. you went to? So and so that was your job, but you did this performing thing lasted for decades. You, yeah, you were, well, yeah, it did, yeah. So it was a lifetime of, of performing. Performing and uh, working. As well. Yeah. Yeah. But what a bet what a great way to blow off steam just to go on finish work, clock out for the day. And get the dress on, bit of lippy, <laughs> and go. Yeah, go on and uh, be a different person altogether. Really, yeah. But um, I've, I've done a, a couple of cabarets here while we have been here in Abergelly and dressed up. Oh yeah. Oh, have you? Oh yeah, I did um, last Christmas. Last Christmas, I did Marlena Dietrich. Did Singing, you? Uh, falling in love, falling in love again. That one, miming to it. Yeah. And uh, well, in in, in all the club, long wig and everything. Yeah. Oh my god! And eyelashes and everything. <laughs> and uh, there's a story. This is the story. My my friend Ian, who comes here, and you know, yeah, we're friends. And uh, I always remember the. I was asked to do this thing because people knew what I, what I had done, yeah. you know. And uh, so I went down into into the town with Ian and I went into the charity shop. Yeah. And I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him that what, was, what I was going to do. And <laughs> I said, excuse me, but have you got any lady's shoe size seven, please? <laughs> High heel. <laughs> and he sort of looked at me and thought, and he didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went into Ethel Austin and bought a pair of fishnet ties. <laughs> What's all this for? I said, for me. You know, he said, you're not on the change, are you? <laughs> no, I don't think so. And then we went into uh, Superdrug and bought some eyelashes. <laughs> oh, and makeup. They probably thought you were on a promise. I know. <laughs> and they... So I know you, you came out of retirement for Marlene Dietrich. Oh, there's Marlene. But when when did you hang up your, your dame's wig? Iolanthia. Iolanthia. What was, what was Iolanthia? Oh, wow. Is that you? Yeah. I thought yeah. that was a king. No, that's me. Is that you dressed as a king? No, dressed as a, as a peer. You look well. You look very. That's. I bet people look round your photos and your walls and think, "Bloody hell, <laughs> a, this is a bit great." <laughs> so this is just the stuff because that's a good costume. <laughs> well, it was. It was bloody heavy. Yeah, but it's really heavy. Could have a suit. A suit well, that looks like proper it. ermine. But the the cloak was velvet, heavy velvet. Yeah, I mean, and underneath I had the full suit on. You know, and then uh, that would be sweaty. Like, oh, it must have been so hot. And there was quite a lot of us in it, you know, and I was sat on a log. And at the back of the stage, there was a corridor that you went down to the dressing room. Yeah. And they just dropped me down onto the thing and they went down and I'm lay on this thing and my cloak was underneath the thing so I couldn't bloody get up. <laughs> <laughs> Help! <laughs> 
been there all night and somebody had to come. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's no way to go, is it? Not really. <laughs> Nailed to the floor in a cloak. Just, yeah, with the cloak was underneath and yeah. I had it on. So. Yeah, you can't do anything. Couldn't move. Oh, my God. It was really funny, that was. And all this was all, you know, in, in the Manchester area, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah, all in Manchester area, Stockport. So how did you get from Manchester to Abergelly, where we are now? Well, um, we used to come to Rolls-on-Sea for holidays, yeah. my wife and I. We used to come every year. We really enjoyed it. It was lovely. It stayed at a really nice hotel there. Yeah. And uh, we said we'd love to live round here somewhere like this. Yeah. And uh, my wife loved it. She thought it was really great. And uh, so we decided that the house we lived in was a bit a bit too big for us after, you know, they'd, all the kids had gone. Yeah. And so I said, no, well, let's move somewhere. So we, we wanted to get a flat. Yeah. And then suddenly I rang one day and he said, oh, yes, we have a flat going in Abergelly. Because you can come and see it. Yeah. So Wendy... She was driving a van, I don't know what That's your daughter, isn't it, Wendy? Yeah, Wendy. Yeah. She she was doing, uh, I don't know if she was touring or what she was doing. Anyway, you had a white van. She yeah. had a white van. So we uh, my wife was in hospital. Yeah. She was poorly, she was in the hospital. So we came to look at the flat here yeah. in the van and came to have a look at it. And, of course, it was empty. And uh, we had decided, and so we took photographs, and then we took them and showed showed no one. She said, "Oh, that looks quite nice." Yeah. You know, it's only a one bedroom flat. Well, we lived in a three bedroom. Yeah. So I had to get rid of a load of uh, furniture. And oh stuff. yeah, that's a big. That's a lot of decisions you know, to be made. Yeah, no. And uh, and then of course we came here, and. It was our 50th wedding anniversary. Oh. And uh, that was the 12th of March. And we moved on the 15th of March. Yeah. To here. And then. To here where we are now. Yeah, we are now. And we were here 12 months, exactly 12 months to the almost to the day. Well, the 12th of March. And my my wife died. She had cancer. Yeah. uh, she died on our, our wedding anniversary. Did she really? Yeah, on the 51st? Did. There she is, there, look, with the welding glasses on. Yeah, my nan used to have just the same pair, the really big ones. They go, don't they go underneath? Your glasses are underneath. Yeah, they go on top of your glasses. That's right, That's yeah. it, yeah, they're the big ones. Yeah. It's cold, my well. Oh, you're going welding today, are Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless her heart. Yeah. But did her. she, she at least had a year... Here in a place that she loved. Yeah, it was really yeah, it was lovely, and I used to have to do the cooking and everything because she couldn't. Are you a good cook? Yeah, well, I think I am. I think I am. I cook now. I cook for me and Ian. Yeah. So who? So who's is is Ian like a friend you've made since? He's a friend I made since since then. You know. Yeah, since Norma died. Well, since Norma died. Yeah. 
and he came to live. He, his flat's downstairs. Yeah. And uh, we got friendly and started going out and, and all that. But now he's, he's mostly up here than he is in his flat. Oh, is he? And uh, I Oh, well, that's the, quite nice, though, isn't I it? I cook the meals. He does all the shopping and everything and and helps me. You know, he's pretty good. Yeah. And we have a, la- a really good laugh. Things that, that he says and that I say. And, yeah. You know, and uh, it's really, really funny sometimes. Yeah. Things. He winds me up a bit. Well, of course he does. Because it's really funny. Yeah. So have you got any Have you got any plans to resurrect Marlene Deirdre? No, no, I don't think so, no. One last show. You and Ian could dress up as, um, as the Beverly sisters, as two of them. <laughs> me and Jack did. Jack downstairs... We did it one one Christmas. Did you? Yeah, we, we did the Beverly Sisters. Yeah, I mean, it's with Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and I have the, I've got some photographs somewhere. I'll, I'll have to show you. Yeah. And uh, showing me legs. Because the... No, do you know what that is? That, that means you're proud of your pins. <laughs> So, we're in Abergelly. Right. This is where we are now. If I were to say to you, what lessons have you learned? That if you wanted to impart a piece of wisdom to the younger generation that you've learned over your life, what would it be? Keep your hand on your right knee. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Joe. And I have to say, he was a particular favourite of mine. A real enthusiast and the most ridiculously infectious life you've ever witnessed. As you'll have just heard, this podcast is about sharing some fantastic life stories, but there are well over a million chronically lonely people in the UK who have no one to share their stories with. If you'd like to know more about ways to change this, then please go online and visit campaigntoendloneliness.org and find out how together we can make loneliness a thing of the past. Christmas is nearly here too, so all the more time to check in on your elderly neighbours and see how they're doing. So, thanks again to Joe Alberston and his lovely daughter Wendy for manning the kettle for us. And also, thanks to Acast for hosting this show. See you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.